0: This is Cybersound, your simplified and fundamentals focused source for all things cybersecurity, with your hosts, Jason Pufal, Stephen Maresca, and Matt Fusaro.
1: Welcome to Cybersound. I'm your host, Jason Pufal, uh, joined as always by Steve Maresca and Matt Fusaro. Hey. Hello, everyone. Well, it's Cybersecurity Awareness Month. Uh, the theme, The theme this year is. See yourself in cyber. Four things we can do. Enable multi-factor authentication, use strong passwords, recognize and report phishing, and update your software. Could it be more boring? <laughs> Truly, could it be more boring? I see myself in cyber yeah. being bored this year. It's, <laughs> this, is, this is horrifying that we're still talking about all of these. Uh, yeah. In my opinion. I also am not sure
0: I understand the title or the uh, the theme. yet. I,
1: I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, there's just a bunch of technologies they threw out there. They're important. I don't want to. Yeah, I yep. don't want to diminish their importance, but we've been talking about them for I don't know, ever, yeah. F- forever,
2: and yet they are evergreen. So perhaps why that's why they're
1: coming back up. I don't I, I know. Don't know. So multi-factor, I get. That people are sort of now adopting it after a bunch of discussions. So maybe that one. Strong passwords for crying out loud. I, I here's my <laughs> take on this. And my, my understanding of what CISA
2: put out is that this is trying to focus on the linkage between home and work or personal activities. I think, you know, generally speaking, it's better
1: on the job. Right. Because businesses are forcing people to do it? Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's all. It's real simple. And people are lax at home.
1: And mainframes are going away. To your point, a minute ago, we were chatting about seven-character passwords from (laughs) the the 80s. There's fewer mainframes. Any any day now. Yeah, any day now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Recognize and report phishing. I, I mean, I can't stand it. I can't stand showing people images of a common phishing message anymore where it says, dear sir, and there's a misspelling, and there's a sense of urgency. Haven't we learned? No. I I mean, really, people, I guess, haven't <laughs> learned. But here we are talking about it year in and year out to the point where we have to make a whole month about it.
0: I think it's funny that you know the, all these training companies come out and all this material is out there, and they all say the exact same thing. Nobody's doing it any different.
1: Nope. Nope.
2: The, the most refined ones, you know, use a live actor or try to make it comedic, and it's forced. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe you capture some people who are less likely to read the content or
1: something like that. But there's only so far you can go, right? And people fall for it. I mean, we do. You know, we do the phishing testing, and the numbers are sort of always the same. And I get that it's getting a little more sophisticated. Is not the right word. I think you know, well written. You know, maybe well crafted some of these emails, but I don't know. Trust your gut. Be careful. I, I, I mean, how many times can you say it? Uh, we stop a lot. Enough gets through to be a problem, so we have to keep talking about it.
0: 20- so you, you seem really depressed about it. I am. I am. I know. I, I know it's starting to get cooler out. <laughs> it's and, you know, rainy today. Coming. So the, the reason
1: <laughs> it, it's the reason because I actually honestly kind of look forward to Cybersecurity Month each year. Cyber, and I feel like it's an opportunity to actually have the conversation around salient security topics. And so when I when I did see see yourself in cyber come up and I saw what the kind of highlights were, I really I really was bummed out by the fact that we're still talking about these things and
2: but but you know it's kind of like Valentine's Day being the only one day you know a year that you're supposed to show your I'm adoration. So for someone. lucky yeah, I don't
1: I don't I could I've been permitted oh, well, to ignore Valentine's Day. Your your forever. wife
2: is your wife is special. We're and, lucky and, in that way. Yes, but uh, but you, you understand the point, right? It's it's not just once a, a year and one month. Uh, it just it's somewhat silly from that standpoint. Yeah, I want to turn it on its head. I suspect that all of this with the repetition frankly, the painful droning on on subjects that don't really shift dramatically is is attached to the idea that security needs to be 100% accurate and successful at every juncture or it's a failure, which is a, it's not stated explicitly in everything that's, you know, behind security awareness, right? But that notion as an underlying sort of thought process doesn't teach people to say hey you know it's okay if you fail everybody does it it's okay if you made a mistake just learn from it or you know understand what the normal rates of failure are and aim for that because frankly that is success
1: so that so that's interesting so you're you're saying let's put a positive spin on it it's okay if your organization fails some percentage yeah. of legitimate fishing Th- there's Loss built I mean, into going,
2: budgets every year. There's an expectation that your equipment's going to fail and you need to replace it. It that's how everything
1: else works. It's true, but a single failure of a, of a, an employee responding to a fish could result in a significant compromise, right? And th- and that is one of the challenges on this. So I, I I appreciate the the positive spin. Failing failing by responding to a phishing message is a little different than a server failing. And having them to restore from backup.
2: But that hypothetical can apply in lots of different ways if you're creative about it. I, I think you know, reframing it is more helpful than repeating it constantly because there's a potential of treating t- teaching people that, hey, you know, even the really adept security practitioners will trip up occasionally. These things are getting good. That doesn't mean the same message repeated over and over again is going to make the layperson more effective, right? It's yeah, just... I mean you,
0: you make a good point in some areas of there. You know, I'm not sure I'm 100% on board yet, but you do make a good point in that you know, we, we spend a lot of time, like you said, trying to get to 100%. But we, we aren't spending enough time kind of just accepting what data is telling us, that people are going to fall for fishing, period. Right. Like yep, yep. either our education has to get a lot better or we need to – have processes in place that just assume people are going to fall for fishing.
1: Yep. Right? It's like driving on the road, right? Some, somebody might bump you. you. You can be the best driver in the world. Doesn't mean you're, you're immune to an accident, right? Retail businesses build in
2: an assumed rate of theft. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, maybe it's more appropriate to shift the conversation in that direction. That, that's, that's where I'm coming from.
1: All right. So, so I'll buy that for a second then. So let's shift down to updating your software. Is is there any? I mean, so I'm going to look at you. Is there, can you craft <laughs> any legitimate reason why there is a company that doesn't uh, and and don't use the am I, am well, I could, the optimism whisperer? You are here? right now. You are right. It, okay, I get that there could be an old system that runs some arcane piece of hardware that I'm you, not going I get that, that direction. That, right, but but I'm talking about just modern OSs, modern software that you've written or that you purchased that isn't patched. Like how often have we been on the other side of an incident where you're like, patches were out. Is that would have protected you. And you elected not to install them for six months. Uh, how are we still talking about this?
2: I'm going to reframe it entirely and not make it optimistic. <laughs> make but it in positive. Sit, no, I'm going to say, stop the wishful thinking. Okay. Uh, just because your hands on keyboard, occasional attempts to patch things are, you know, how you live your life in terms of protecting your laptop or your servers. If you're, in that particular area of the field, it's not enough. I mean, we know that the systems that we see are going to be unpatched. It's a constant. It never ends.
1: And and I'd say it's not a security task. Sure, it has security implications, but that's just operational. That's, I have an IT department. We need to maintain things, right? It's putting oil in your car. That's it. I don't. Know. It's on the list. It's on the list. Yeah. I can't believe it, uh, <laughs> but well, actually, that's not true. I can believe it because we're faced with it. But uh, I don't. Know. I found. I found. I did. I did. I found this year's list uh, pretty disheartening. That,
0: it's a rebuilding year, you know. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the Red Sox this year. It's a rebuilding year. They, I, I, they leave a
1: million people on base. Yeah, know? I don't think they're supposed to be rebuilding this year. Uh, the old, honestly, the only one that I, that I looked at and I said, "All right, MFA feels like it should be there." I. I We've been talking about it for a while. People have treated it like a more challenging issue than probably it is. In a lot of ways, it's not as technically difficult maybe as it was. But we're seeing the movement there. I feel, I feel positive about the direction we're heading. with MFA, uh, boy, the other three I struggled with I have, uh, as, as might be coming clear uh, through, through the podcast tone today. But yeah,
0: especially the update updating is getting a lot easier now. I mean, so much easier. The, you know, things like hot patching are becoming more popular. Hey, that's one of the biggest reasons why people didn't update software is they didn't want to reboot, right? Or they just never restart their computers like my wife. Yeah, I got to imagine <laughs> it's connected to just uh,
2: habit
1: at this point in many respects. Yeah.
2: Hey, you know, that annoys me. I'm going to tell it to go away because it popped up and I don't like that. Or, then, you
1: know, I remember in, in 2007 when I installed a patch and it crashed my <laughs> server. Therefore, <laughs> that must still happen, right? Oh, right. Yeah. We get that. Yeah. So, um, somebody did have a slightly different take on the idea of see yourself in cyber which was talking a little bit about sort of careers in cyber and I, and we actually had a podcast a little bit where we talked about some of the some of the things that people can do in this space in this career field um certainly you know the the the, the focus of that was trying to get uh you know, more women into the cybersecurity space uh more people of color into the cybersecurity space I think that's a that that's a really good message, and for and for that takeaway, right? It it is a really interesting field, minus maybe the four things that they're that they're highlighting here. Uh, and there's a lot of opportunity, I think, for uh, new people to come into the field and really find a place for themselves uh, that's intellectually challenging that uh, isn't well defined. Uh, so
2: you know, I think it's important to sort of recognize that some people don't join. Because of the way that they perceive people to be cynical in in our field, I mean, we're kind of demonstrating that in, yeah, they in should a reasonable to this way one today. Then, in a reasonable yeah. way, but those that are practitioners, I do think, need to remember that it's a rare person who completely learned on their own. It's probable that they had mentors. It's probable they sought out other um, venues for helping themselves learn. And if we have to interpret it in that context, which is reasonable here, then you know, reach out to somebody. Teach them something without you know, making them feel like they're silly for asking a question. That's probably a good message to share with the people who are more in the field who look outward toward those who
1: aren't. Yeah. I mean it is it, – it can be easy to be jaded sometimes when you look at that, you know, some of these things, right? But we deal with a lot of interesting things. I think part of the reason that I felt discouraged is these are – pretty easily addressable. And I want to help, uh, you know, people and companies that have been victims of really intentional, targeted, challenging incidents, not yeah, sort of that, that drive by, Hey, we exploited an own vulnerability. And as a result, now you're spending a lot of money to remediate something that you could have dealt with easier. Like you get a little, you, you do get a little bit tired of that because these are, these are fixable things, easily fixable things. Um, so I don't really know. I'm, um, you know, I normally know how to end these and I'm not really sure. <laughs> I'm not really sure today. Cause I feel like if you're not keeping your software up to date, if you don't have a program in place to, to sort of educate your workforce around the dangers of, of phishing, um, I mean, I ha- if you're not using strong passwords, I don't even know what to say, but, uh, and then, you know, if you're not thinking about MFA, you know, you definitely should be doing all those things, uh, you know. We're happy. We are happy to help actually implement them if, if people are interested in that. But you know, there, there's a lot of work to be done in the security space. Uh, this is the long, hay, low-hanging fruit for sure. So, uh, yeah, on that on that positive message, I don't know if either of you have anything you want to add at the end. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I think you know,
0: as as boring as this may be, sometimes sometimes fundamentals are good, right? It's almost like a little yeah, back to the baseball reference, a little bit of spring training for everyone, right? Yeah. Maybe uh, maybe fall training, if you will.
1: <laughs> uh, so maybe people should go back and listen to our Fundamentals yeah. podcast because we, we do spe- – and maybe that's it too, right? We've talked about this now twice over the last year. We've had our first one and like our 40th it was a Fundamentals one. Uh, and here we are, Cybersecurity Awareness Month, talking about similar things. And if anybody else seems
2: to think that these are you know normal, typical, well-worn topics, that's great self assess to see if you're actually meeting all those requirements and if you're not
1: maybe there's some work to do. Right. And and you know the, so there are posters and uh, training materials and a whole variety of things on the you know cybersecurity awareness month website that's uh, cybersec.gov. You can pull all that stuff down. I think you know stay safe online. I think the stuff is linked there as well. Use that use those things internally, like right? post those posters on bulletin boards and send them out to folks. Uh, you know, get the message out for sure. If you're struggling with any of those, uh, so as always, you know, we're, we're happy to we're happy to chat more about this. We appreciate everybody's listening, and we sincerely hope that you got some value out of today's podcast. Thanks for listening.
0: We'd love to hear your feedback. Feel free to get in touch at Vancord on LinkedIn or on Twitter at Vancord Security. And remember, stay vigilant, stay resilient.
1: This has been CyberSound.